When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Uh, just going to close some stuff out. Just want to remind everybody, get over to Horns 24-7. Plenty of recruiting information over there. Uh, Jordan Scruggs, uh, who uh, we just announced yesterday as our new hire working on the recruiting side, has the uh, visitor list going, a rolling visitor list for the Texas Elite Camp, which is going on this weekend. Camp season, Cam. Uh, camp season is here. Evaluation season yes, is sir. here. Scholarship's going to go out to guys in the classes of 27, 26, 25. So a uh, busy weekend for Sark and the Texas staff. Uh, plenty of wrap-up from SEC, me- uh, SEC media. The SEC spring meetings in Destin. Uh, and we're gonna also going to have, uh, assuming that baseball game gets started on time, which an hour from now, 1245, we'll get you the pregame here on the horn for Texas and Louisiana. One o'clock first pitch. That game is going to be broadcast on Longhorn Network. It's on LHN. But, uh, you know, if you want to watch it, just watch the TV, put it on mute, and listen to Craig and Roger call the game. So that was ESPN be the Plus. It's on ESPN Plus and also Longhorn Network for those asking. Oh, it's on Plus as well? Yes. Okay. It'll so, be a simulcast. Uh, either way, either way you want to do it. You want to do it on LLHN, you want to do it on Plus, just turn the volume down and, and listen to Craig and Roger call the game. Two, actually three quick score updates. Texas Tech up one nothing over UConn, top of the third. Kentucky, the number 12 seed in the tournament. They're tied up with Ball State, top of the third. And then Virginia all over Army, 6 nothing. Bottom of the second. You know, that's another when we had the question of who would you schedule for Texas' non-conference game, the fourth non-conference game. Someone mentioned one of the service academies. Uh, I wouldn't mind that either. Here's the difference, though. When not you, not when Army. When you're playing one of the – yeah, or, or Air Force, really, any of them, really. Again, those are no-win situation games. You've you got a week to prepare for the option. That's usually not enough. Nope. Uh, yeah, those that's a real roll of the dice, but, I you mean – you see it in high school where, where teams, they'll play the spread, and then, by the way, we have a slot T team next week, and they'll be they'll be 11-1 season. What's that one loss? Oh, it was to a team, the slot T, because we had four days to get our defense in. It's, it's really weird how it's gone in, in 20 years since I played high school ball where you might face one, one or two spread teams a year, and the rest of the time you're facing teams that run like T formation or wing T or some variation thereof. Uh, we scrimmage Liberty Hill. They'd... Coach Vance had just gotten there, and I think when we scrimmaged them, actually that was his first year. My senior year was his first year at Liberty Hill, so they were they were just starting to install the slot T. How did that scrimmage go for you guys? It, it was uh, actually it was competitive because in year one with the slot T was there's still a lot of kinks being worked out. Very yeah. much so. Very much so. When, when you when you if you haven't watched the slot T, and I, when I came to Texas, I hadn't seen it too much in North Carolina. Saw so Liberty Hill, it was like man. When they have it rolling at 100%, it's like, why doesn't every high school just run this offense? And then you see a team that will botch a snap or botch a handoff. It's like, okay, that's why they had three turnovers and three straight possessions. That's why if you go like if you go back, Cam, and look at uh, pull up some old Texas stats, like you can go to TexasSports.com and pull up historical stats. If you go back and look at some of those wishbone teams, they would have like upwards 20, 30, 40 fumbles a year. Yeah. Because the reads and everything, you can have com- confusion at the mesh point and yeah, that that's the one downside is you you tend to put the ball on the ground a, a lot, lot more yeah. 
in a an option based offense than you do in a conventional offense. Um, <laughs> Belton Gringo, thank you for your contributions as always. Says A and M is a wannabe service academy. I never met one Aggie officer at any base I was stationed at or deployed at. Where are they? Okay, that's Belton Gringo. You can send your complaints to beltongringo at gmail dot com. Boy, I feel really bad if somebody has an email address beltongringo at gmail dot com. If you do, my apologies. Uh, but at any rate, uh, you can get over to Horns 24-7. We're not talking about slot T over there, but plenty of recruiting information, uh, getting you ready for the baseball game, basketball, all kinds of stuff. Uh, also, plenty of good conversation. We've got some really good, hardcore Texas basketball fans on our board, really going in-depth on the Dylan Mitchell discussion, uh, kind of what that means for the roster makeup. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, Cam, with Dylan Mitchell coming back. Uh, and I'll I'll just kind of make this my overriding theme on, on the, the Dylan Mitchell situation going into the rest of the summer. Dylan Mitchell's not coming back to Texas to play 17 and a half minutes a game, and he's not coming back to Texas to have a secondary role. So I'm thinking – they're probably going to open it up a little bit for him on offense, let him try to function as a three. You know, they're still going to recruit Arthur Kaluma, but Kaluma's got a lot of options. And right now, Kentucky looks really enticing because have you seen John Calipari's roster? Depleted. He's As of right now, Kentucky has seven scholarship players for next year. Five of them are freshmen. Yep. So Kentucky's enticing for Kaluma and a couple other places are. Uh, where if I'm a guy like Kaluma, I had to be looking at that Dylan Mitchell situation because Texas is again has been on Kaluma for a while. Also, Tyron Lawrence from Vanderbilt's a, a guard option. Texas really liked, as expected yesterday. Uh, had gone ahead the day before before the deadline, pulled his name out of the draft, but yesterday pulled his name out of the transfer portal. Announced that he's heading back to Vanderbilt. That was expected. So, uh, Rodney Terring and company a little work to do to finish off the uh, the roster and uh, Texas. Camp Sark and company rocking and rolling. All 85 scholarship bodies. There are 85 scholarships on the nose during summer workouts. So it's that's Trill, a good sign. That's what Trill Carter, Ryan Sanborn, uh, all the high school guys getting in. Oh, the only one, you know, the only one that I know of, I know Will Randall's probably not going to play this year because of the ACL, but you got healthy, able bodies, a full complement of scholarship guys going through uh, summer workouts. Things are really starting to look up, at least from a roster construction standpoint on the 40 acres, if nothing else.